Welcome back to the Grim and Glamorous podcast, and we are your hosts, Albie G, Andrea. Hey guys, what's up? Last time we did a few scary topics. We're going to go back to something more pop culture-y. We're going to start with like YouTuber drama, like celebrity drama, in regards to this idea of cancel culture. I feel like it's something that people have been talking about recently just wanted to ask the question like do you what like do you know what cancel culture is or like do you are you familiar with that term yeah it's mostly like online i mean anything that people are against or people like have like a negative feeling towards immediately they're like called out and they're just like all right you're you're canceled we're no longer associate associating with you um we're not buying your product we're not supporting you we're just you're you're here like a boycott yeah it's like a boycott like for example with this thing that right now that's like really popular which kind of sucks that it's popular but like people are going back to people's like old tweets and their old like social media posts and if there's like one thing that's like remotely that they've said in the past that's wrong or whatever, somebody will come and like bring it up again and they'll be like, oh, remember that one time that you said, you know, XYZ statement? Mm-hmm. Well, six years ago online, well, you know, because of your your uh, behavior, you're, you're canceled. We are not supporting you. Um, we're not going to buy your things or if we have bought your stuff already, like we're throwing it out, we're burning it, we're destroying it. We're, we're no longer fans of yours anymore. Right. So. I wanted to bring this topic up because it came up in a class that I took recently. So, um, I was doing this leadership and democracy and like community social change class, uh, in New York. It was uh, over the course of two weekends, so earlier this month and then last month, um, we met for two weekends and had discussions, and so we're talking about like social change, social policy, um, pop culture, and this idea of cancel culture came up, and there was you know a good discussion, and, and like many things in this course, um, there was a lot of debate about the merits of something, like what it means, does it go too far? So um, I kind of wanted to, you know, investigate this a little bit further and kind of look at it, like what is it exactly? And just our opinion on on how that's taking place in, you know, the public discourse right now. Um, but yeah, I think you brought up a good... Um, you know, some good points about, like, what it is exactly. There was that incident with um, James Charles and um, what was... Which one? Toddy Westbrook or something. Oh, yeah. James Uh, and Toddy. Yeah, so for, like, a good week, this was in, like, my news feed on, like, my phone. Like, there's, like, the Mm -hmm. Apple News, and it came up, like, several times, and I'm like, what's going on? I didn't really follow it. And I'm familiar with James Charles and other YouTubers. I'm shocked that even made the news. It did. It was like, it was there for a while, and it was kind of shocking. But um, because the news doesn't really focus on um, internet stuff like that. 
Yeah. So I was surprised that that topic even came up on the news. I think I saw it too, like on like a Facebook post mm-hmm. for like channel like or what is it? Um, WB or whatever network. Mm-hmm. The CW, I guess the CW now. Um, yeah, and then they were talking about it, and I'm like, well, I think because it had to do also with like Coachella and. That's true. And it was the it time. It was just like a topical yeah. issue. Um, I think that's the other thing too. Um, and we'll, we'll maybe we'll get expand on this point a little bit further in our our next episode um, on on memes like internet memes and internet culture. But um, I think the fact that the news is is having more like stories about internet things. Yeah. Is that's just where our culture is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's becoming more of a like a prominent thing that people are talking about. It's not just like politics and global news and Hollywood. It's like, oh, like what did these YouTubers do? Like what went viral? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like the news now it's just like viral stories like they share. But um yeah, back to this um this idea of like cancel culture. Um there are some aspects of it that are definitely positive in the sense that it's calling people out on you know behavior actions Mm -hmm. views opinions that are either you know controversial racist homophobic misogynist what have you and the fact that people are are getting called out i think is a good thing because um you know, I think when you're entitled to your opinion and, you know, we live in a free society where you can share your views openly, that doesn't mean that you're going to be immune from controversy. Mm-hmm. Just because right. you have a right to share your opinion doesn't mean you should expect people to like it. And I think that's one of my contentions with, um, with you know, our our politics but also just our um our culture a lot of people they they want to share their view and they want it to be liked Mm -hmm. and my perspective is if you have a controversial opinion you have to be ready and you have to accept the fact that you're going to get some negative feedback you're not entitled to positive feedback you know right if you're sharing like you know motivational posts and things to uplift people and somebody is acting negatively towards that, to me that doesn't make sense, but that's just part of being a public figure and a public persona. You're, there's always just going to be the crazies out there, but um, you know, one thing that um, that I see a lot, in terms of politics especially, people that are view, they have views that you know, I would consider um, controversial or um, divisive. And they're surprised that people are attacking them. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, like the pe- people are so against me and they're, not, they're reacting negatively toward me. Like you guys are bullies. And I'm like, if, you're, if you don't have thick enough skin to take the feedback that you're getting from what you're putting out there, then don't put it out there. Like you have that right, right but people have a right to respond to it. Exactly. In kind. And so... Um, to me, that just doesn't that doesn't make sense, and it's an immature um, view on just like sharing opinions 
like that being said, I think, you know, this element of calling people out on on their bullshit, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, calling people out for their views, or at least um, having them explain their views, having them um, defend their positions, I think is definitely a good thing. And um, that's sort of like one of the benefits of the internet and like and technology is that anybody can have a Twitter account or an Instagram or a Facebook and they can respond to people's views. It's sort of like this uh, democratization of of opinion. That being said, and as, as good as it is to call people out, um, you know, my concerns have been, do people react too quickly? Um, are people really like doing the most to like look back five years on somebody's timeline are you really just like are you doing that because you're legitimately concerned about this person's views or are you just like don't like this person and you're looking for evidence Mm -hmm. to attack that person or they make it up yeah or they just out uh, outright like you know photoshop images or like like, um i mean for example like through this whole thing about like james charles and Patty Westbrook, like, I think there was a story where one of the, okay, well, one of the, the, the things that, um, about James Charles was that, like, he was being, um, accused of being, uh, you know, a predator, and there was, I, I think there was a couple instances where people have, like come forward and like talked about their experience with James Charles and there was one specific one where it was like oh I went to high school with James Charles and he approached me in the bathroom and he like grabbed me and blah 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 and later on come to find out that was made up like Mm -hmm. that was oh that was a social experiment and I wanted to see like what people would think and I'm like hold on like why would you do that? Like, especially yeah. if in something, like, so serious, like, to make up a story and then later say, oh, yeah, of course I made it up. Like, I wanted to see, like, how what how people would react to this. And, like, that's just, it's awful because, like... Yeah, you can ruin somebody's can, reputation. Yeah, you can ruin somebody's reputation, somebody's life, like... Yeah, and in regards to that in particular, um, that's one of the things that I... I definitely think um, is important is to not be so quick to judgment about incidents or allegations, but you know, the world that we live in, it's just so instant and reactions are so fierce and so, um, and fast Mm -hmm. that a lot of times you have to wait like a few days for a story to unfold before you really figure out what happened. Um, in regards to like allegations like that, where they're just made up, um, there can be legal consequences for, um, especially if someone's a celebrity. Yeah. Um, if you make up something and it harms their reputation, they can sue that person for defamation. Mm-hmm. And that can be, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars in damages that the celebrity can sue for. Sometimes celebrities will sue for things that are true like that's not uncommon where Mm -hmm. somebody has a true story and they have proof but and they put it out there and it and it um 
negatively impacts a celebrity and the celebrity's like no you're defaming me mm-hmm. um and they then they sue them so there there's a lot of like issues surrounding you know incidents like this and so um you know i we we bring up that example of the james charles and and toddy westbrook because that was one thing where I, as the story like as days went by like new stuff was coming out and then certain allegations were getting proven wrong I didn't even I haven't even followed up with the story to find out like what ended up happening with all that. Mm-hmm. I know he may have lost a few sponsors. Um, it was mostly followers. There was even like there were live counts on YouTube showing how many followers Jamie Charles was losing. Yeah, it was bad. I don't know if you've ever heard of the YouTuber. He's a, like a gossip YouTuber. Um, Rich Lux. No, I mean, I he was posting videos like every every couple hours. New, new James Charles, like you know James Charles watch. Oh my god! It was it's insane, and of course, like I follow him, so I was like, I didn't watch every video because it was just he was just putting up too many. Yeah, and it was just it was constant. That's another question I had for you, like, regarding this specifically, like, people's reactions to yeah. what, what was happening. When something like this happens, tons of YouTubers and influencers have, like, videos. And they're like, oh, yeah. my reaction to so-and-so. Right. Here's here's what I think. So, um, or here's, like, the tea or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if it's somebody close to the situation or knows that person. And, like, so my question is, like, do you think that they're just, like, trying to promote themselves? Like, is is it just, like, clickbait? Like, they just want followers and views because they know that people are going to watch it. Like, are they sort of just taking advantage of the situation? I mean, I want to say, like, yes and no. Like, I mean, James Charles has so many followers. Like, no, like, there isn't going to, he's not going to have 100% all his followers just drop him like that, you know? So I'm sure he probably gained a few followers. (laughs) I mean, even though they were just like rapidly, you know, dropping, I'm sure he gained his followers back already. Like, I don't, I don't see there's, he's always going to be famous. It doesn't matter. And, um, also, just to clarify for people that are listening that don't know who he is, like, can you just kind of explain, like, um, James what Charles... he is? I know sometimes with <laughs> these, like, uh, influencers, it's hard to really describe, like, what they do. But I know that he does, like, makeup, right? He is does. he a makeup artist? He, he is a, he's a beauty influencer. Um, I think he's, like, 19. He's 19, and he does makeup, makeup better than me. I, I think he's like in he's an artist too like he's an artist and he plays piano I think and but he's mostly known for his makeup skills mm-hmm. I he has um he doesn't have his own brand but he did like a famous collaboration with um a popular makeup company Morphe so he has a really nice um palette out that's very popular it's always sold out I don't have it because it's always sold out um but. Yeah, he's he's one of those um, YouTube beauty guru, and he's one of the, the top people in the beauty community right now. So okay, yeah. And so you think that he can probably like there's gonna be fans that are loyal to him and oh yeah, there's there's always gonna be 
James, I've followed you from the beginning. Um, you know, whatever is happening, I'm still going to support you. Like, there's always those people mm-hmm. who are out there who are who are going to support them. I Just mean, there's like always the going to be... Hard yeah, there's always going to be the diehard fans, and then there's always going to be, like, the people who are immediately, like, James Charles, um, you know, spelled somebody's name wrong. Oh, well, I'm... He's canceled because... Like, he doesn't know how to spell a simple name. Or, like, something dumb like that. And then versus, like, the people who, like, I mean, aren't just even supporters. Like, they, like, buy their merchandise and, like... Yeah, exactly. um, Like, have run their fan accounts or whatever. Like, watch every video and, like, comment on their stuff. Exactly. um, So that kind of leads into, like, my next question. So what I thought was interesting about this incident in particular, but it's happened with other... You know, in movies, in television, there were some celebrities where, um, you know, people made up allegations or, or they were right. blown out of proportion. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the reaction, again, was like very fierce. And again, like you were saying, people have their supporters no matter what, even if they did something or admitted to something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my question is. Uh, well, okay. Well, first of all, I thought what was interesting about this incident with um, J- James Charles was that the reaction was fierce and like by a lot of people yeah. immediately. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wanted to contrast that with um, maybe somebody like um, like Shane Dawson, mm-hmm. who um, and we've talked about this before that he's had several times where like controversial. Um, you know, tweets or posts from years ago um, get routinely brought up. Yeah. And then, but they kind of don't really stick and he has to address it. Like, there, I feel like every so often there's something about, oh, Shane did this or said this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my question was, why is it that some people, it feels like, controversy happens and it just doesn't affect them and it doesn't stick versus other people where it just sort of lingers and it like damages their brand mm-hmm. um do you think it's just that they have such loyal following followers that it doesn't really matter for someone like shane dawson i don't i don't feel like people are i feel like people go and pick things out that whenever some when something is going good for somebody they'll always go back and be like remember that one time xyz happened i mean those those are the people who want to keep people down so like for example right now like Shane Dawson is like on his game with his like um mini docuseries like you know he's his he's upping his um his video like content like it's like so much better than what it was like you know in the past and i mean he even like talks about it too in like one of his videos he's like you know i don't do the same videos anymore like he was like sad and depressed and he was just making videos every day just to make them and like didn't really care about the content and he just wanted you know Mm -hmm. wanted to upload stuff every day and then now he's just like 
making sure that his videos come out really good. Like, you'll see him be like, oh, I'm editing, I'm editing, I'm editing. Like, he's constantly editing, constantly, like, trying to get his um, his content to be, you know, good and something that somebody wants to watch. Yeah. And now that he's, like, gaining popularity because of that now, like... I think he's engaged with um, Ryland now, right? Yeah. Also, like, so it seems like yeah. he's in a very so good he's, place. He's in a good place right now. Somebody's always got to, like... Go back and... Go back and... And find something. Remember, remember when that person was a bad guy? Like, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. So, I think people just want to start stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I... Sometimes it's... I don't know, maybe non-intentional... Sometimes it is intentional. Like, I I just, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't understand why somebody would go as far back and, like, say stuff like that. Right. That was the other thing, too, that I, you know, going off of that, um, I've heard this term before, like, the receipts. Like, mm-hmm. this came up in the James Charles things. Like, can you just, like, explain, like, what that is? Because I feel like... Um, when people do that and they go back and they look at things like this term comes up so like mm-hmm. what is that is that just is that a way to so, like defend yourself against like the, these the quote-unquote receipts usually just means like the proof that you have so normally when they mean proof it's usually like either in a text message or in a tweet or in a post something that like normally is on social media or like a video Mm-hmm. that they've either posted in the past or, you know, that says something that, you know, was negative or, you know, something that's going to back up what people are talking about. And even then, like, sometimes some of those things are, like, made up too. Because I know that, like, at one point, I don't know if it's still true or not, I think it kind of is that people have canceled. I don't know if you know her... Laura Lee, like Laura Lee is another one of these people who are in the beauty community. And I, I'm, like, not, I'm not familiar. With her. I think in the past she has written some like racist tweets. Like she's from Alabama and that, that was her one excuse that she made was like, well, that's just how it is in Alabama or whatever like that, you know, but it's. I, that was her excuse, which is obviously not a good excuse at all. And so that's why people had canceled her. So they would be like, okay, like the receipts are these old tweets from like 2006. She says something racist. Yeah. So people would bring those back up and like. So it's just like evidence. Like it's, just, it's yeah, like it's either evidence. through text, tweets. Yeah. Um, just basically proof to back up what what's going on yeah either to like defend yourself or defend your your point of view right Mm -hmm. just to kind of like wrap up our discussion like about this whole thing with cancel culture reactions to celebrities influencers that have controversial opinions or content or sometimes like they're not even a controversial figure it's just like they said something and it can be taken out of context Mm -hmm. or uh, or maybe they meant it um, and it's just like this reaction to it's sort of like disavowing this person, right? Like right, it's like exactly. I don't like this person, I don't agree with this person, so they're canceled. Yes. I think when you see like we just live in this time period where 
first of all, people are very divided. And so there's controversy in anything, even if it's seemingly harmless. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's also um, people that put controversial stuff out there, like just for fame or just for recognition. And, um, and for those people, I think what annoys me is that they're not apologetic for offensive views or har- or hurtful opinions mm-hmm. or hurtful actions. Um, they like don't apologize. Whenever there's a controversy like this, what I look for, I'm not immediately gonna like cancel somebody unless it's pretty serious. But what I look for is if somebody is contrite and apologizes and they're honest about that. Mm-hmm. So the thing with Shane is the last controversy that came up, I feel like it was a few months ago, maybe like three or four months ago, something came up with like his old tweets or whatever and his content and some of the stuff that he would post. He's like, I feel like this comes up a lot. I need to address it. And he said he used to post videos just to get attention because he didn't feel good about himself. He felt like he had to be a different person. He felt like he had to be obnoxious and controversial because that's what would get him attention and since then he's changed his his perspective and like you're saying he's focusing on producing quality content meaningful content stuff that's going to resonate with fans Mm -hmm. and viewers and he's not looking to court controversy anymore and he apologized and he said some of these things aren't true some of these things i said because i didn't um, feel good about myself was what he was saying yeah so in that sense like I was like that's exactly the response I was looking for as somebody that's a fan of his um, so in my view like he's not canceled but for other people maybe he is but yeah. to me like that's contrite and that's um, like that's a sincere apology mm-hmm. and an explanation Versus other people, and I think this is what's so toxic about our culture now, is that people don't apologize even when they are at fault or even if they are hurtful. Mm-hmm. And they are quick to defend themselves and explain away something or blame the person that's hurt. Oh, well, that's my opinion and that's not my fault that you feel that way. Well, if somebody's being intentionally harmful and hurtful, uh, you know, and they don't apologize for their actions, I think that says a lot about who they are. Mm-hmm. And to me, like, that type of person should be canceled. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we sadly, we see that in a lot of areas now. Politics, media, um, just popular culture, people that want to be outrageous for the sake of being outrageous. And they really aren't contributing anything to society or culture. Right. But, um, you know, that being said, there are people that are that do make mistakes. Like, you know, again, like nobody's perfect. None of, you know, anybody that's listening, myself included, and anybody in this world can go back and look at their life and say, I wish I could have done things better. I wish I wouldn't have said this, done this instead of that. I mean, we don't, nobody is perfect. And so we are going to have mistakes or we are going to say some things you know, out of anger, out of emotion, out of misunderstanding. But um, when somebody looks back and apologizes and says, you know, oh, 
I could have handled this better. To me, like, that's what I'm looking for from celebrities and just people in general. Mm -hmm. Just a willingness to accept fault, a willingness to admit when they're wrong. And I think, um, you know, as much as we can get upset at people when they have these views, and it can be very hurtful, I mean, you know, to look back at somebody and they have a racist tweet or a racist costume or um, says something misogynistic or offensive, um, you know, it's it's okay to feel hurt about it. And, um, you know, I think that's the good thing about cancel culture is people are calling people out for those things, which I think is, is needed today. Mm-hmm. And um, But if somebody apologizes and they're contrite and they say, I'm going to try to learn, I'm going to try to be a better person after this, I think that's, that's the best outcome. Mm-hmm. But... Um, yeah, so I think that kind of wraps up our discussion. Did you have any final thoughts about just, like, we're fans of, like, I like Jeffree Star, like, after that Shane's video, yeah. and I know he's been controversial. Yes. But, um... I mean, okay, Jeffree Star, like, I believe Jeffree Star. I I pretty much believe everything that he says in regards to his past and, like, from... When, like, how he says he's moved on from all those kinds of things, I believe it. But there are some times where I feel like he likes to stir the pot a little bit, but also, like, <laughs> he, he'll, I mean, he'll admit to it. Like, he'll, he'll own up to it and he'll be like, you know, I was not in the right mindset. Like, you know, he will apologize for his actions. But I do believe that all those old things that he has said in the past, like, are gone and done with, and he doesn't do that anymore. Yeah, he might, like, you know, dabble in a little bit of, like, YouTube drama here and there. Mm -hmm. But I don't believe that he's, like, a bad person where he needs to be, like, immediately, you know, canceled. Yeah. Like, according to everybody. Um, Yeah, because I feel like he's one person that a lot of people have been like, oh, he's canceled, and... But they're going to still be buying his makeup. That's the thing, is that, like, he may be canceled, but you're not going to live without that that blood sugar palette. That goes to show how many supporters he has, despite the controversy. Like, I'm sure there are people that are like, I'm not going to buy his stuff. But Mm -hmm. so far, it looks like it hasn't really had a major impact. Right. But, um... Yeah, and then I guess to kind of to kind of close out, like, and back to this point that you brought up about Shane providing quality content, the reason I became aware of Jeffree Star and, and viewed him differently was because of Shane's video. Mm-hmm. I think when Shane started his series about interviewing influencers and going behind the scenes and showing their life, like, that totally changed my opinion about him because you see his background where he came from, how he was bullied, how he was treated. Um, and you can see how that kind of led to some of his um, some of his controversial actions and, and statements. And to see how that's changed since then, and like you're saying, you, be- you believe him that he's sort of mm-hmm. gone past that. Um, I mean, I just think to me that speaks of the quality of content uh, that Shane put put out and I think that like that's my larger thing that you know I'm sort of taking away from this discussion is that the need for quality content 
you know, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of negative things out there. There's a lot of junk, but, and that's all the more reason why I look for people that have quality content. Um, you know, us here for our podcast, we try to produce quality content and, um, there's just such a need for that. And so like when influencers or YouTubers or, you know, even like movies and TV shows, like there's so much stuff out there that when you find something really good that, and people latch onto it, I think that they are flocking to that quality, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's sort of our larger takeaway is put good stuff out there. Yeah. 